Dangle Bangers. It's your girl Timo. And man T. And we dangling. Dangling. Dangle Bangers. It is episode 23. Mandy, what you been up to, girl? Honey, this has been a week, y'all. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep it real with y'all, honey. This has been a trying week. My Aunt Doris died. And <sighs> rest in peace, Aunt Doris. Yeah, so my grandmama had six kids, four four daughters, two um sons. And so my family, we're like a small family, but we're very close. Anybody who knows, like my family is very close. And so we have not had a death in 27 years since my grandmother passed in 93. So, honey, it's been a mess because my aunt, she had a couple weeks ago, to make a long story short, she ended up getting like this like flesh eating bacteria that got into her system and it caused her to go into septic shock. So she had got mm-hmm. put on a ventilator. And so we was expecting like, okay, the like mortality rate for like septic shock is really high. So we was like, Oh God. So she actually like started recovering from that. Like they got her off the ventilator or whatever. She became conscious. She was talking, you know, they had already did like three procedures to like clean her up, like clean the infection site. They had, you know, got the infection under control. And so they were like, okay. They were like planning to take her to rehab because she had to walk, learn how to walk again, all of that. So um, they were like, we're going to go in one more time or whatever and try to clear, make sure everything was clear. Well, my aunt was like born with like a, some heart complications already. So she was like already on a pacemaker and stuff. And so on that fourth procedure, when they were just trying to make sure the site was clear, when they had her opened up, she coded and they just couldn't bring her back. So, you oh know, it was like, yeah, it was like, damn, like she had got through the hard part and then here she didn't, you know, then deuced it out on us. So um my aunt was 64 so you know it's you know it's a bit sad or whatever and um my mom and them are just just devastated so you know if y'all are praying folks please keep my family lifted um but you know she she's been having some health issues for some time so I'm glad she's at peace and she's you know no longer suffering and in, in pain so but you know this this will get better with time you know, time heals a lot of things. So that's what's been going on with me. But what about you? Oh, yeah, Ellis. I am so sorry. Of course, you know, we've already talked about this online. But, yeah, death is hard. And your family is close, you know. And that's just rough. So, you know, I reached out to Miss Valerie. Um, And, yeah, you know, I'm praying for you. And I know our whole community is. So, yeah. Honey, my week has been... It's been all right, you know, (laughs) like I just have a lot of different things, a lot of different projects going on. I mean, y'all know y'all follow y'all follow us. Y'all know I've been doing a lot. Um, So I'm just trying to get everything situated and organized while also just, um, you know, my current position ends in July. So I'm currently on the job search. So if anyone listening knows about any jobs um, that I would be a good fit for. Hopefully this diverse, <laughs> diverse workplace, not a toxic environment, somewhere where I could do my science freely and have a good time. I would love that. So it's just, you know, stressful, like being at a place where you're trying to finish, then you're also looking for a job. And then I still have shit for my PhD that I'm working on. So I've definitely been feeling, you know, 
a bit overwhelmed, <laughs> mm-hmm. but, but, um, but yeah, I'm managing it. I'm managing it. So yeah, that's really, that's really me, you know, still in the midst of black history month. <laughs> um, and yeah, there was women in STEM day the other day. So I got, you know, tagged in a bunch of different posts. So I'm just trying to, you know, manage all of that. <laughs> that's, that's really Honey. what I'm doing. And you know, black history month, this has already been a month. Like, Cause didn't Cicely Tyson try to die in um, Black History Month? Like, yeah. Let me see. When did she when did Cicely pass? Yeah, but it's already been a lot for Black History Month. Like they just couldn't. It's, it's like it's already the shortest month. Oh no! So she started off Black History Month because she um she died in uh she died January twenty eighth. So she hadn't even got to Black History Month. Lord, yeah, she didn't even make it to. She didn't even make it to Black History Month. Oh, and it's just such a powerhouse, you know, in our community. Like everybody knows Cicely Tyson. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, she was everybody's grandma. Literally, literally. And honey, the folks, you know, we talked about it last time. The folks was already doing too much for the Black History Month, you know, with their pandering and stuff like that, but. One thing I wanted to do is, you know, because it is Black History Month, I feel like we have to, as Black podcasters, you know, just give y'all a little content related to Blacks, okay? And so, no, we're not going to get super deep on here and talk about (laughs) Black inventors and, you know, Black trailblazers. It's plenty of folks who doing that, right? We just be dangling, so y'all know better. But one thing I wanted to talk about was I saw a post one day. And I didn't know how I felt about it at first because I wanted to be offended. But then, you know, sometimes you hear something and you want to be offended, but in reality, it's truthful. And so I wanted to talk about it with Mm y'all. So one day somebody talked about, I'm from this small town called Baseburg or whatever. And so this girl from Baseburg had posted how her little sister had went to school and this white girl and her got in an argument or whatever. And she was like, shut up. She's like, I knew you was coming up. Cause I could smell your, your black colored self. What? Yeah. And so, you know, <laughs> folks was like, what you mean? She was like, well, she smelled like cocoa butter. And I said, Dang. Not they call her colored smell. And you know, everybody on Facebook and stuff was like, oh my God, I can't believe she said that. That is terrible. F her. But you know me. At the minute I said, you know what? That shit funny. Because we uh. do <laughs> We do got colored smells. And to today, I think we should talk about it. Okay. <laughs> Can we just first start and say that I hate you because <laughs> you always start in something, but you know what? It's just like you hate to say it. And I feel like, you know, in my, I'll put on my serious hat real second, you know, in my DEI life and my diversity, equity, inclusion role, you know, there is a whole, you know, segment where we talk about these stereotypes and mm-hmm. I, I have to really 
be careful with myself is there is like what the fine line between stereotypes and truths mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know because it's like <laughs> some of the stuff like you said it's like dang like you know you shouldn't say like, oh all black people smell like co- coconut co- we should say cocoa butter but i know quite a few <laughs> i know quite a few in the black community <laughs> That do enjoy, you know, using the Palmers or what's that one? Mount St. Helena. <laughs> Queen Helena. Queen, Queen Helena. Uh-huh. The cocoa butter. The cocoa butter. So what is that? Is it a stereotype or is it a truth? Or is it a truth that has been exacerbated <laughs> to the whole black community and making us feel like we are like a monolith, you know, that word that gets thrown around. So (laughs) I don't think that we are a homogenous demographic per se, but, you know, I think people sometimes want to get offended because people make generalizations about black people. No, no race is monolithic right however culture however however culture exists and in order for a culture to exist that means that there are certain things that people partake in correct that means that it's certain they have certain commonalities you don't have a culture if everybody else is doing something different right that means that certain people are doing the same things in or in a very similar way right And so I think that black culture is real. And so Mm, while some people mm, go ahead, no, you go ahead. I was about to say, you know what? I feel like that is the biggest distinction. And I feel like that's what I try to explain. And people though are so afraid of stereotyping that they refuse to believe the cultural aspect. It's like, no, it's like, no, 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 no. (laughs) This is about the culture. This is about history. This is about community versus the negative, uh, aspects of stereotyping and that's what they do I'm like no it's cultural yeah i think what we want our our white allies well all whites and non-blacks non-bipoc folks to understand is that we just don't want you stereotyping us and having a, a generalization and an assumption about us without having any conversation with us and and making too many assumptions that can negatively impact us But we also want you to understand that there are certain things that do make us black and that we indulge in and for you to respect those things. And so I think it's a balance. And so people think it's so black and white. It's not. But what I'm telling you is you don't make an assumption that I'm ghetto as for a lack of better words and that I'm not I'm not cultured and I'm not exposed to anything and I don't understand anything. That's what we're saying. We're talking about stereotypes. You think that, you know, all black people live in the ghetto and that all black people, you know, wear gold teeth every day. Those are stereotypes. Right. But we also understand that in our culture, gold grills is a part of our culture. Right. So I I think it's a way for you to respect and embrace certain things in the black culture without having these, you know, stereotypical, you know, assumptions about us or whatever. And so. That's all we ask. Y'all appreciate the culture, honey. Okay? The and culture. The, the culture. And with that the being culture. said, I think that it's important for us to talk about the smells that are germane <laughs> to our culture. So I'm going to let you start the it culture. off. 
<laughs> anyway, I mean, see, you already started with the uh with the with the butters <laughs> since you started with that. And I'll go ahead and say I am a, a fan, a kind of sewer, a, a, what is it, a product buyer of the Palmers, okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> the Palmers uh-huh. Cocoa Butter, I use that regularly. I love the smell. You know, um, like I was talking about that, Queen Helena, we grew up, we grew up with that. <laughs> uh-huh. We grew up with that. Um, and that, that little loose cocoa, cocoa butter. But cocoa butter is just, I don't know, like my grandma used it. We used it in the house. And then as a grown woman, like, you know, I don't get the Queen Helena, but um, me and Palmer's, we mm-hmm. ride through. And it's just, it's through. just, oh yeah, it's right in my room. Like I buy the big pack, you know, cause y'all know I buy in bulk. We already talked about this. So yeah, I buy four bottles at a time, whatever the package is. So I don't have no time to be renting out. So Great. yeah, so that is definitely, definitely a smell. And I think um something else that somebody said, uh thinking about black women, um, like coconut oil too. So honey, anyway, anything with the coconut, okay. We love the coconut. <laughs> and what's Great. crazy about that though? <laughs> coconut, I don't like coconut in my food, but the oils for my hair <laughs> loves it. Loves Correct. it. Correct. And um another smell that the colors love with that when it comes to the lotions and stuff is what cherry almond honey jergens. Honey, that smell, it's just such a clean smell. I rock that smell. That was probably my smell all through undergrad at the Winthrop. Like that, the cherry almond jargons dang. I just had a flashback. I might have to go ahead and buy me a bottle as an old, just as an old to those days. Because, honey, you take you a nice shower and then slip on some of that cherry almond jargons. Oh my god, I'm dead, honey. Yes. Just a nice, clean smell. And you're right, honey, because we'll come together back in the day and all of us smell like cherry almond, <laughs> cherry <laughs> almond. Smelling like cherry off me. Yeah, I can imagine it now. The white people passing by us. I smell that damn Palmer's cocoa butter and cherry <laughs> off me. There they go. But see, and this the problem. What's wrong with that? Like, how y'all be mad at folks smelling good? Like, uh, there they go smelling like cocoa butter. Okay, yeah. I rather smell like that than wet, wet dog. <laughs> see, but see, there you go. See. <laughs> You done gave them a smell. I did not say any names. I said I would rather smell like that than wet dog. I did not say who else. That's just the smell. Honey, and I the know smell a is the smell. And it, that is a very distinct smell, honey. That is a very distinct smell. So, again, you can't be mad at folks smelling like the cocoa butters. Oh, my God. They do, And honey. the jargons. Oh. Yeah. And the petroleum jelly. Okay, the grease. Wait, the Vaseline? Yes. The Vaseline. <laughs> you talking okay. about you talking about Vaseline? Honey, yeah. I got I, it's so crazy. I just put some Vaseline on my lips. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Shout out to the lip therapy. 
Okay. I just put some some Vaseline on my lips because, and that's something else. Again, that's a nice clean smell. They have some, um, and it's so funny. Oh my gosh, I should take a picture of this, but the thing's so raggedy because I just looked at my Vaseline and why it's the cocoa butter flavor. Um, that's how they lure y'all asses in. They say, oh, put cocoa butter in there. I did not even realize this. See, it's subconscious. Like, yeah, I got a little baby Vaseline, y'all. And it's the lip therapy. And it definitely say cocoa butter. So here we are. But again, these are staples in our community that number one, that they work because our skin, you know, our skin and the ash and all of that, we can't have that loose, that loose lotion. So we need that thick lotion. And then it just so happens that it comes with a distinct smell because we likes to smell good. So the yeah, butters. Honey, I, the butters. Okay. The thick cream for our thick, beautiful skin girl, and lips and everything. So yeah, let, honey, we need Let me thick. tell you, let me tell you how dedicated my aunt is to the, to the ash prevention. Oh, yes. So my cousin, um, Desi, Every mm-hmm. year for Christmas, my aunt Pam buys him a weight of five pound jar of petroleum jelly so he can mm-hmm. grease his legs up every day in the winter. Let me tell y'all something. Coloreds, blacks, they love grease. You hear me? And when you was little, I know what Miss Kathy did. Put grease on your damn face before you got on the bus. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> why though? It's like, all right, you're not gonna be ashy out here now, honey. Almost like a, a slip, so, yeah, greased up. Yeah, every kid face was greased up on the way to the school bus. But I'm gonna be honest with y'all, it worked because by the time they got you know to class, they just looked regular, it had absorbed. But yeah, you can tell them kids now, you know, as I get older, I see kids now with ashy ass faces, and I'll be like, mm hmm, your grandmama and mama and them ain't put you on no grease in the weather. Face just ashy. Just ashy. Ashy. Yeah, that is the worst, though. Seeing little kids running around ashy when you know, uh-uh, there is a solution, okay? Get it. <laughs> what are yeah, you, you doing gotta, You got to raise them off right. <laughs> if they starting off ashy, imagine when you get older and your skin being exposed to the elements, what your skin going to be Ooh, looking like. Oh, Lord. Crocodile. Oof. <laughs> Alligator. <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah, I love the smell of cocoa butter. That's it. That's a that's a it's definitely a a cultural smell. It's a cultural smell. Okay, well I got one. What? Okay. So we didn't talk about, you know, moisturizing the body. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now I want to talk about, you know, just regular scents that y'all intentionally put on y'all body. And tell me if you ever <laughs> heard of any of these smells okay 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 so i'm gonna start off kind of easy because the whites may know about this smell you ever heard of white diamonds (laughs) diamonds are forever (laughs) yeah okay so that was the auntie starter pack you know they went Mm -hmm. into church okay (laughs) they thought it was fancy when they put on their white diamonds okay then if you had an uncle who was out in the streets he put on what either cool water or jupe cologne okay oh my gosh mm-hmm. you know what that smell like right cool water i wonder is that the one that my uncle can be wearing oh my god he's still he wearing, wearing it now 
he wears something. It's like one of them like old classics, like a cool water. It was something else for the guys. Dang, what is it? Maybe I'll think of it and maybe you're going to say it. Go ahead. Keep going. So then, you know, it's levels to it, right? So those was the more uppities that wore the, you know, it did perfume and the cologne, right? But then you got the real, the real colors, the real niggas, okay? And what did they do? They went to the beauty supply store or they went to the African stand. And what did they get? Body oils. And I'm going to tell y'all, to this day, top two smells, sex on the beach and, Egypt, <laughs> and Egyptian musk, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I am dead. Okay. I think it's a rites of passage in the in the in the southern black community that you had to go to the house though and get you a body oil. Honey, the Egyptian musk, it was this man. I don't even know. I think his name was Andrew, honey. Andrew was this chocolate black man, had a nice car, was always clean cut. When I tell you Andrew used to smell so good with his Egyptian musk, you can smell him as soon as he got out the car, honey, and you can smell him for five minutes after he left. Honey, all the girls was like, oh, my God, he smells so good. He smells so good. And so I was like, oh, my God, what does he have on? And then when I got about 14, I was like, oh, I'm about to give me some Egyptian musk. And I rubbed that oil all over my body. And, honey, when I tell you <laughs> the oil will stay on your body for, what, 72 hours? Okay. Oh, wow. So white. The best. <laughs> white. <laughs> Go to the beauty supply store and just go take a hint. Just take a take, take a little scent, like a little, I don't know, a whiff of Egyptian musk. And tweet us and let me know what you how you feel about it. Just close your eyes and take a, a deep nice, breath in. A nice whiff. A nice whiff. Because you're right. This smells so good. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, honey, but you know what? This Black History Month just got a little bit better. Breaking news. Guess who then decided to go to hell? Who? Rush Limbaugh, bitch. Dead. Oh, my Lord. Not then decided to go to hell. Please hang up the call. Please. I said it. I fucking said it. Please and I meant it. Hang up I meant the call. It. Get her out of here, everybody. I am dead. Rush Limbaugh. Bye. Damn, bruh. Bye. Bye. I said it. Damn. You did. How he died? He had the COVID. He didn't have, he didn't have lung cancer, honey. And been, you know, spreading out this damn vitriol with Trump and shit. And you had lung cancer. You didn't know that you didn't know it was time for you to make right before you left this earth. Come on, Rush. You gone. Damn. It's so crazy how much like toxic folks and just crazy people that had just been running around doing shit. Mm-hmm. And they knew he was dead. They knew they was dead ass wrong. And he never made right. Damn. But you know what though? I actually appreciate it. Stand, stand firm in your fucked up life. Okay, <laughs> continue to do it until the day that you die. You stay true to yourself. Strong Thurman, he stayed being a fucked up individual until his last breath. Okay, let me tell you something. That's correct. 
you don't spend 70 years wreaking havoc on others. And then when you get a little cancer diagnosis, you try to make right your last year and then people try to glaze over all the fucked up shit you done did your whole life. No, you stay true to who you are, okay? So no, I don't appreciate these folks, these racist whites who sit up here and go on a whole uh, PR campaign their last year so they can make right with their maker. You don't have to do that publicly. You can do that privately, but I don't need to see it, okay? So Rush, thank you for staying true to yourself until the very end, okay? Yeah, he is. Yeah, this dude, and in his food, this character, he got a whole presidential medal of freedom. This is crazy. For what? Why did Donald Trump give him that? Because, because he felt like it. And it says, yeah, President, yeah, he gave him the wow. Yeah, so the I'm president not told rest in wait, peace. the resident told Limbaugh the medal recognized his decades of tireless devotion to our country and the millions of people a day that you speak to and inspire. Wow. Yeah. And he is just crazy. Yeah. So no. I'm good on him. Yo, it's something he they got now. They got his worst quotes. Oh my gosh, this should say the NAACP should have riot rehearsal. They should get a liquor store and practice robberies. What? Okay, okay. that's what I'm saying. Everything in Africa, everything in Africa's called AIDS. The reason is they get aid money for it. AIDS is the biggest pile of the biggest pot they throw money into. Like he was just saying all types of stuff. Oh, li- listen to this one. Look, <laughs> let me put it to you this way. The NFL all too often looks like a game between the Bloods and the Crips without any weapons. There, I said it. Yeah. Responding to a caller who said black people should have a greater voices on issues. They are only 12% of the population. Who the hell cares? <laughs> Yo! Have you ever noticed how all composite pictures of wanted crim- criminals resemble Jesse Jackson? Yo. On Barack Obama during the 2008 election, a veritable rookie whose only chance of winning is that he's black. Yo. He said this to a, a black female caller Take that bone out of your nose and call me back. What? Well, it's any if any race of people should not have any guilt about slavery, it's Caucasians. The white race has probably had fewer slaves and for a br- briefer period of time than any other in the history of the world. And yet white guilt is still one of the dominating factors in American politics. It's exploited, it's played upon, it's promoted, used, and it's unnecessary. Yeah. And my last one is he said, let the unskilled jobs that take absolutely no knowledge whatsoever to do, let stupid and unskilled Mexicans do that work. Yeah. Yo, this is this last one because he had the audacity to put Beyonce good name in his oh. mouth. Oh. Yes, it says on Beyonce, she's married to a rich guy. She now understands it's worth it to bow down. What? Sir. Uh, okay he gets enough time he's had enough time on the show what the hell sir so now we'll go back to our our black ass males 
So what you got, Timo? <laughs> Dang, what is something? Dang, I feel like I need to go deep. I'm trying to think, Lord. Uh, okay, I'll go to food. <laughs> food, because I'm hungry. <laughs> Honey, when I think about black folks, okay, I was thinking about this the other day. And dang, maybe I should have made this my rant, but I'll just tell y'all now. So I ordered me some fried fish. And y'all know. How fried fish go. Fried fish supposed to go between a piece of white bread and have some hot sauce. Correct. <sighs> and you can just smell the crispity, crunchy, fresh fish, especially back in the country, back home. We just frying it all day. But anyway, this is a segue. So I ordered some fried fish here in Seattle. Y'all, why I do that? Y'all, why they send me some down tapatio for the hot sauce? What's that? Tapatio go on the down. It's like a Mexican hot sauce, like a like you know for the tacos. Uh-uh. I don't know what it's is. not Texas P. You know, it's not a hot sauce that belong on fried fish. Okay, that's the first oh thing. <laughs> and I was just so disgusted because I was like, you know how you can when you have a taste for something you can smell it. Correct. And for some reason, I just was smelling fried fish, you know, thinking about, mm-hmm. <laughs> again, the black community having a nice fish fry, okay? And Oof. you just smell the oil and the, the, you just smell the calories and the clog arteries, the clog arteries okay? Mm-hmm. And you just smell it at a good cookout. All the black folks there eating fried fish and it just smells so good. So I was just smelling it one day, just reminiscing of my culture. And yeah, girl, I tried to order it and was just disappointed. Oh, no. But anyway, fried fish smell. That okay. is just the standard. But Timo, I need you to elaborate on your favorite smells at a black barbecue. What's your top smells? Oh, honey. I mean, the grill. You know, like the grill, the grill sizzling. And mm-hmm. then, honey, you know, okay. You know how when they say food done, you go out there with your plate. And then, you know... Here's me. I talked to the grill master. A, 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 A. Let me get that burnt one, dog. Yes. <laughs> A, A. That one right there, put it a little bit longer for me. And it's like you can smell it when it's just burnt enough where it got that black. <laughs> and, it puff up, and it puff up a little Candy, bit. Candy, it puff up a little bit, got that black line on it. Honey, that's oh it. God. It's like you can tell, like, okay, the grill will get going. You know, them little, you know, them little, the little weenies is on there, you know, they starting to cook, honey. But it's a certain scent that comes Correct. once that black, once that black crisp gets on that hot dog. It's like, hold up. That's me. That's mine. Correct. That's mine say, right there. It don't smell like a little wet hot dog no more. It's it, uh-uh. it, the, the smell elevates. It's a grown man hot dog. <laughs> it's a grown man. Correct. Correct. Let me tell you, I went to somebody's house one day and they just, they told me they was having a cookout. And girl, do you know they tried to have the audacity to pull a hot dog out the, out, out the stove in the water? Girl. What the hell am I doing with that wet hot dog? Timo, what nah, the hell am I doing no. with a wet hot dog? Honey, a loose wet hot dog out of the hot water? Please get the hell out of my face, okay? <laughs> That's not no cookout. That's struggle day, okay? <laughs> Last time I had a hot dog out of the water, I was struggling, okay? <laughs> I don't want that no That's more. That's for kids. I'm an I'm a adult. <laughs> you don't give adults wet hot dogs. 
<laughs> I don't want no wet hot dog out of the damn pot. You don't put that hot dog on the grill. Give me a grown woman hot dog. Thank you. Yeah, I was offended, honey. And honey, but just the smells at cookouts in general. Like you just, and you can tell when you go to a cookout, if the smells ain't right, mm. you just know, you know what? No, 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 no. I'm not going to be able to eat that. Not going to be able to eat that because it's going right. to be a mixture. Because you can you smell store-bought. <laughs> ah, okay. Okay, you can. You can always tell because fresh, fresh-made potato salad smell different than that shit that came from them little packages that they have, them little plastic containers. When you open them up, they don't smell the same because, honey, when Kathy would make, honey, her fresh potato salad, first of all, you can smell because them damn potatoes been on the stove boiling all day. Correct. Okay, because she had to boil them potatoes to get them soft so she can cut them down and peel them. So that's the first thing. And then you smell that what that fresh mayonnaise. And I don't even eat mayonnaise, y'all. I really don't. Like, I, I think mayonnaise is fucking disgusting. I hate to say it, but no, I don't. Oh, no. But honey, Kathy, Kathy slops that mayonnaise in that potato salad and you can <laughs> smell it. And that's the way that you know that that is fresh. Potato salad, honey, because you got their fresh, them fresh, soft potatoes, and they still be a little bit warm because they was boiling all day. Mm-hmm. Then, honey, that set mayonnaise and that paprika, honey. <laughs> and then, yeah, and I think we may have talked about this before because y'all know I have to tell Kathy to make me another side because she want to put relish in hers. And that's the smell I don't like. When I smell relish in the potato salad, I got to back the fuck up. But now she'll make me a she'll make me a separate one without no relish. Cause I just like the I like potatoes, the mayonnaise. Yeah, my and the pep rico. My Doris used to make one. Oh, rest in peace, Aunt Doris. And you know, I tried to shadow her one one year, but you know, you know, she ain't have not one piece of a measurement. She just kept pouring shit, pouring shit, stirring. So yeah. I don't know. I'm just going to have to channel her energy the next time I try to make a potato. I don't know if I ever made a potato salad. So I'm just going to have to keep trying till I figure it out. Yeah. So, yeah. That, but that potato salad, you know, you can smell a store-bought. Okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You really can. Honey, what's else? What's another smell? Okay. So, let's talk about hair. Because our hair does smell uh-huh. different, okay? Uh-huh. And I'm just going to keep it a buck with y'all. You know, white people, we know y'all smell like herbal essences and tresemme, ooh la la. But we, we, our hair smell different, okay? From washing it, you know, the naturalistas, they smell like shea moisture products, you know, the juices and the berries, okay? And then the relaxed girls, they smell, you know, you know, like Pantene or, you know, uh, motions or... Uh, cream of nature so the shampoo's already smelling different right but let's talk about what really smells different hair grease okay timo yes if you close your eyes can you still remember what pink hair lotion smell like oh man yes of course what about blue magic and the blue magic grease <laughs> blue magic yes. grease yes what, i can smell it what about that yellow hair food that was in the jaw 
Mmm, yo. All these damn smells. I think our hair products just smell. They just smell. They just smell so good. Uh-huh. That Murray's hair cream with that black family in the orange cup, in that orange uh container where the black needs to put their pomade on their hair so they can get them waves or the cruising waves in the black can. Yeah, those are smells, honey. And the whites don't smell like it. And that's okay. That's th This is for us. But yeah, the hair butters, the hair creams. Yeah, let me tell you something. ISO Plus in the blue in the blue container, oil sheen, olive oil, oil sheen. We all smell like olive oil, oil sheen in undergrad when we got our doobie wraps. Okay? Honey. <laughs> yes. And for the new yes. listeners, a doobie wrap is when you get your hair rolled up at the hairdresser. And you wrap it into a circle and then you unwrap it and you got these nice, you know, beautiful bodies and curls and stuff. And so you want it to be moisturized. So you have to put that oil sheen on there, honey. And honey, I remember we used to have a can. And for whatever reason, the can ain't, you ain't never had a top to the can. You never had a top. But that oil sheen, girl, let me get a little oil sheen. Everybody smell like oil sheen. A whole big, thick cloud in the in the hairdresser. You're going you gonna to get that oil sheen, honey. And the last smells I want to talk about as it relates to hair is two things. Uh -huh. And this is something that only the blacks really know about. So let's say, <laughs> and I know you didn't get braids as much as I did, but you didn't got your hair braided, right? And you yeah. at that last part and she done finished braiding the hair. What they got to do? Get that lighter and burn them damn edges. Them, oh, burn them ends. I do remember that. Okay. Oh my gosh, I just had a flashback. Wow. That was Ain't that such a smell? A, yo, that was such a smell. That burnt hair smell. Oh. <laughs> Y'all, when you used to get your braids and you had a synthetic braid hair, the ends would be rat like they would rat be like, I don't know, rattled at the end. I don't Loose. know the You know, they would, they would be untwisted. Untwisted. Right. And you wanted your hair to be, you know, neat and not to unravel. So they used to go get a lighter. It used to be somebody's cigarette lighter. And they would just yes. light each end. And then they would boil it in some water. They would dip it in some hot water. And that's how you knew you was done. But it was a very distinct smell. And the last smell, as it relates to hair, a hot comb. <laughs> On the stove. Okay? Manny. So let me set yes. it up for you. So, you know, you sitting there as a kid, it's it's the night before Easter, you sitting at the chair beside the stove, the stove is on high, the 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 eye is red, okay? So your grandmama or your mom and them then told you to hold your damn ear, and they gonna burn you regardless, but they told you to hold your ear anyways, and they say you shouldn't have moved when you say ouch, but anyways, what they do is... <laughs> They make you a part and they're going to get some of that grease, some of that blue magic, and they're going to get a big dip out of it and they're going to put that on your hair. Then they're going to get that straightened comb off the stove. The steam is coming off of the stove and it's going straight to your hair. And next thing you know, you got silk magic. But see, what happens is it just creates this smell. The heat from the stove plus the blue magic together. Oh, it's a scent. 
Okay. Manny. <laughs> yes. It's a beautiful medley. Okay. But that was the smell that you smelled when the little girls walked into the church on Easter Sunday. That's what you smelled. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what you got? And it's beautiful. And it's beautiful. Honey, I'm trying to think of two because you just brought up two different ones. Maybe I'll just talk about both of them quickly because you talked about, um, hey, wait, what did you say? Oh, somebody's cigarette lighter. So that made me think of black folks smelling like Newport 100s and black in mouth. Oh, my God. <laughs> Honey, it is so funny because I think that is like, you know, of course, like a stereotype some folks say, like, oh, black people smoke Newports. But, yo, they do be smoking Newports. Black people can't smoke other type of cigarettes, but commonly, especially my uncles and them, mm-hmm. <laughs> they pull it out. They Newports and they come into the events, the cookout, smelling like Newport One Hundred. And then Black and Mild is not the regular Black and Mild. It's the what the wine flavor. Okay, oh my God. so not the wine. The wine, <laughs> the wine, the wine, the wine flavor, and then. Quickly, you just said about the little girls in church, and you made me think about the candies, the grandmas <laughs> who be having them oh. strawberry candies. <laughs> so that's another smell. <laughs> so yeah, honey, we have a cultural a culture of smells, different smells <laughs> for different folks. Oh yeah, and the list could go on and on. I could talk about you know what a drunk uncle smell like with malt liquor. I could talk about kerosene heater smell. Because folks who live in a kerosene heater house, it smells very distinct, honey. So, but, hold up. Got to that drunk uncle. You're right. Because the Colt 45 is distinct smell. Whew! That's a distinct ass smell. Like, it, it don't be like, yeah, you on that Fort Like <laughs> That old English 800. Honey. It comes through the pores. It comes yeah, through the pores, honey. <laughs> Whew. Oh, oh, I do not miss that smell, honey. Mm. Is it what SpongeBob said? Is it was it SpongeBob something? It was a smelly smell. And it smelled like smells. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Not it smelled like smells. And it smelled like smells. Oh my god. I had to find that clip. Oh, please do. It's a smelly smell. And it smells like smells. <laughs> that is hilarious. Okay, so I think it's now time for the science moment of the week. Oh, science moment of the week. All righty, y'all. I'm going to read this headline to you. So excited when I read this. Okay, you ready? Scientists find unexpected animal life far beneath Antarctica's floating ice shelves. What? Let's dive in. Okay. (laughs) Right. So the geologists were more than 150 miles from the open ocean when they bored a hole through the 3,000 foot thick ice with a hot water drill and lowered a coring device and video camera into the dark seawater below it. So this is a really cool tool that we use when we're trying to do um, exploration, of course, in the open ocean, as well as in um, the sediment, um, in the dirt. So, of course, like, you know, we don't go down there, but we can send um, some type of device down there to, to make a core. 
And so that's what they were doing. So they were going out there to do these sediment cores. And so it reads on, says they had expected the seafloor to be mud, but were dismayed when they hit a boulder, which meant they couldn't get the intended sediment samples. So they went out there to go get these sediment samples. And that's why they were using this core. But instead of getting sediment, they met this boulder. So to their surprise, the camera showed colonies of stationary animals attached to the rock, probably sponges and related sea creatures. So this is super cool. So here it was, these uh, marine biologists and scientists went out there for this whole, you know, exploration, thinking they were going to get mud to understand more about the sediment and just different changes in the ecosystem. But instead, they found organisms that they had never seen before. And so, yeah, now um, this um, research has been like being, you know, published up and they're trying to figure out what it actually is. So this is just really cool um, as a scientist to see that there are still these type of discoveries that can be made. And it's just it just talks to the beauty of science because you know, as a scientist, we can have this whole plan, like literally, like they probably plan for weeks, you know, to get all this stuff, get all their equipment situated, you know, to go out there and get their sediment. And then they have now made a whole new scientific discovery. And that's something that they weren't expecting. And of course, we weren't really expecting. So that's just the beauty of science and why I love science. And so I can link this article in the um, in the section so y'all can read the full thing. But it just came out this week, and I thought that was so cool when I saw it. So, so that's the science this. moment of the week. So yeah, you, let me get this right. So you got these organisms that's living in in like thirty two degrees weather, like probably for, less. So because okay. Because the ocean can be, since the ocean has so much water, it can technically be a little bit less than 32 degrees, right? Yeah, so there can be a whole lot going on. That's so crazy. So, yeah, so they're living in, like, super, condi- like, different conditions. So it just depends. Like, at the bottom of the ocean, there could be different temperatures but yeah this is in the antarctic uh, underneath the ice sheets and so yeah so actually it was freezing because that's why they used the core i'm looking at it now so they actually cored through the antarctic ice sheets so these organisms were living beneath that oh shoot okay yeah so what's the coldest you've like place you've ever like dived in like what did it feel like when you went in there with your like, what did it feel like? And where did you oh go? Oh, my gosh. I think immediately, either between where I got certified in freaking Virginia in that cold-ass lake or down in California um, in Catalina Island. And so those are really cold places. Um, I don't know what the water temperature I would say the water temperature is probably like 40-something, and that's really cold. And it's honestly, it can sometimes be too cold so there is different levels of diving um and you could be dry suit certified and so dry suit is basically what you would need to um scuba dive in really really cold weather but you need a different certification so in the regular wetsuit they have different like millimeter sizes and so for that you would need like a thicker suit so something like a seven or eight mil in comparison when i do my tropical diving i wear like a three mil suit so you can see like it's much thicker to go up to seven oh. or eight um, versus wearing like a three, you know? 
So that's what, but for this Antarctic, first of all, I don't even think, well, I'm sure, I mean, I guess people dive. That's where you can use your, I, you can use a dry suit, but for this, they weren't diving. That's why they were using the Corer because it's probably, too, you know, like they're not diving in that. Okay. So yeah, but the article ends, it says this discovery shows that life can exist in environments where science suggests it should not. There are still things that we have to learn. There are still animals out there that can break the rules that we have written for them. So that's really, really cool. So yeah, I'll link to this article. Okay. All righty. Now it's time for Reddit on Reddit. What you been reading on Reddit today? So honey, I found a Reddit post from the Am I the Asshole Reddit like Twitter account that people repost stuff from. And unfortunately, <laughs> this post has been taken down. But honey, thank goodness for a screenshot. So I'm still going to share it because... And I'll put the Twitter screenshot link in the um, description or whatever. But this was posted on February the 15th of this year. And so <clears throat> I don't know why they took it down because it was such a good um, post. So I don't even know the user name Haters. or whatever. <laughs> Haters. Right. So anyways, I'm going to read it. The title is, Am I the asshole for locking myself in the bathroom and having a very long bath? causing my husband to have to entertain his own guest. Hello. Well, I was not expecting to have to ever post here myself. What a complete 180 that is. I will keep this as short as I can. My fingers are still very wrinkly. In parentheses, she says worth it. And it feels very strange typing. My husband often invites his work colleagues for dinner and drinks to our home. I do not mind this. But he always expects me, as his wife, to cook, clean, serve drinks, and entertain his guests as he mingles around. I have never attended one of these evenings as a guest. I'm always the one in the background and keeping everything afloat. After one of his last social evenings, I told him flatly that I will not be entertaining his guests anymore. I will not be a bar or a cleaner. I told him that he doesn't understand how much work goes into an evening like that to make it as successful as they have been. Well, he practically laughed and waved me off and he sh and said he can handle these things himself anyway. And so this evening came around. He made sure I knew about it more than usual. I believe he remembered our last conversation about the topic and assumed I wasn't serious. Well, once his colleagues started arriving, I took my phone, laptop, a bottle of champagne, and camped out in the upstairs bathroom, having an absolutely <laughs> wonderful bubble bath. He came up at least six times throughout the evening, asking when I'm getting out, that he doesn't know how to keep everyone entertained, that he has too many drinks and meals to make. All I said was that he should have done some prep work, like I always do, and I have reminded him, how he said what I do is easy anyway, so he shouldn't be struggling. Last paragraph. The evening ended, and he has an absolute go at me, telling me how disrespectful I was towards him and his colleagues by leaving him alone in all this. I remained quiet and only reminded him what he told me about how easy it all is anyway. He called me a string of very colorful words, and went to sleep in the other bedroom. Am I the asshole for holding my husband to his beliefs about how easy hosting an event like this is 
and letting him do it himself. Oh, dude. Sis, congratulations. <laughs> congratulations. You did what we call what? Self-care. Let me tell you something. First of all, how dare you decide to create an event without asking me if I was in the mood for an event in the middle of a pandemic? Okay? That's first thing. Second thing is, entertain your own fucking guest. Right. Like, who do you think she is, sir? Right. This ain't date night or couples night where it's like, oh, it's some, you know, like you may be friends with the spouses or something. You bring your, you inviting your colleagues and your little friends over. Um, who am I to help? Sir, fuck out of here with that. It's a no for me, honey. She is not the asshole. He's the asshole. And how you gonna cuss me out because I'm, I'm not your slave today? What? Make it make sense. It don't. It don't make sense, bro. Yeah. So, no, she's not the asshole, but your husband is it, honey. Honestly, he needs to get put on punishment because, um, honey, I, I couldn't deal with such foolishness. Yeah, no. He ran the hell out. That's a no. <laughs> That's a no. <sighs> All right. Is it my turn? It is. All right. Mine is from user Saga K. Huh. Am I the asshole because I don't want to sleep in my boyfriend's bed? <laughs> oh, wow. Correct. All right. Good evening, Reddit. This post may seem small and petty. My apologies in advance. No, sis, you're welcome here. <laughs> so tonight, my twin. Okay, so tonight, my 23, she's 23 female, boyfriend, 24 male, seems to be upset because I don't want to spend the night tonight. It's nothing against sleeping with him, but rather sleeping on his bed. <laughs> He's had this mattress for ages. It's old, mm. uncomfortable, saturated with dog hair and springs, and I struggle to sleep well on it. My boyfriend, however, sees no issue with his bed and claims he sleeps fine on it, <laughs> which mm. is great for him. Look, which is great for him, but I do not sleep well on it, which is my point in this argument. We work in the food and, and beverage industry, and as you can imagine, V-Day weekend was rough between us. My whole body hurts, and I'd rather sleep in my own bed, which is new, clean, and fluffy over his. We live separately and usually take turns visiting each other's homes depending on our shifts. But recently, I've been more prone to stay at my own home because I just cannot sleep comfortably at his. I have been honest with him for months that I do not sleeping over at his that I do not like sleeping over at his place and in his current bed. I never expect him to come over if he doesn't want to, so I'm kind of peeved that he is so upset with me, especially because we have already discussed how uncomfortable his bed is to me many times. I feel like I'm an asshole because he's my boyfriend and we should stick together through thick and thin, even if that includes sleeping on uncomfortable beds. But I'm not going to sacrifice my own comfort and the health of my spine and brain to satisfy his ego. Reddit. Am I the asshole? 
Sis, hell no. Girl, you got to get your sleep. Listen, rest is revolutionary, okay? <laughs> like. That's all I'm saying. You got to. Like, you got to get your sleep, honey. You got to get your rest. And you bought that bed for you to be able to get your rest. And so the fact that he got this trash bed with dog hair and stuff. Like, I hate going over folks' places who got uh who got animals because this shit just be everywhere. And it's like, ew. <laughs> it's a no for me. <laughs> it's a no. Like, he's, he's petty. Like, why won't he just come over to her place if she got a better bed? Why we got to suffer together? I don't like that. Can we talk about that? Why do people want us? Why do people want you to unnecessarily struggle? Why the hell would I go be on your soiled, uh, droopy, probably lumpy ass bed when I got a perfectly fine mattress at my house? Why? Right. Why would I do that? Are you gonna pay my chiropractor bill? Cause my back gonna be messed up. It's a no for me, honey. It's a hell no for me. That's what I'm saying. Like, nah, sis, you are not the asshole. He's the asshole. And he's a fool. And he need to start saving up his tips or whatever to get him a new bed. Correct. And or he needs it. to and he needs to um evaluate his ego because his ego is allowing Dang. him to continue to sleep in such uncomfortable conditions where he can just go sleep at your house. Right. Mm. Right. What? Yeah, it's a no. Look, it's a no for him and it's enough for him. So bye. <laughs> now it's time for what Mandy's review of the week oh honestly I should be having you do it but I'm gonna do it <clears throat> so the other week I was looking up something and I ended up sharing it with Timo and she actually got it before me oh my god yes yes everybody go buy it now <laughs> yeah so we can tag team on it because you know, so the other day I was, I don't know how I got on this. Maybe I saw it on Twitter. Maybe I was Googling. But anybody who knows me, knows me, knows that I am very cold nature. Like I'm anemic or whatever. And I'm always cold. Like on any given day when I was in the office, it doesn't matter if it was the spring, summer, winter, I'm going to have my space heater on every day. Additionally, when I'm home in the winter, I'm going to have my space heater on I'm going to have my central heat on and I'm going to have on my electric blanket. Okay. That's just, I'm cold. So anyways, I didn't got colder. I didn't got colder some type of way. Lord, I don't even know what's going to happen when I'm a hundred. I mean, when I get older, because you know, old people just, it'll probably be a furnace in my house. So anyways, um, I saw this thing, I think online and it was like, Oh, here's like a wearable Snuggie. But it wasn't like the traditional Snuggie where it's like a reverse blanket that you put your arms in. No, honey. This was like a, almost like a hoodie blanket or whatever. Yes. And so um, I was talking to Timo about it. And I, oh my God, Timo, like I need you to put in the description a link to a picture of you with your Snuggie because. Oh my gosh. How am it I is supposed epic. to do that? <laughs> well, I feel like you need to post it or whatever on our Twitter account so then we can link it. Okay. So So anyways, it's the the description of it um is the wearable blanket, flannel hoodie blanket with large front pocket and sleeves. And so it is $40 and so um y'all y'all need to get into it. But I'm going to let Timo elaborate on it because I need you to tell the girls the deets. Honey, y'all, it's the best thing that I ever had. It's my new work uniform. 
Like it's literally like exactly what Mandy said. So imagine just like a big ass hoodie, but it's like a blanket snuggie. So it's like has a big hood. It's like, you know, has sleeves, has a big ass pocket. For me, since I'm short, I got the regular, they have a regular and an oversized one. I almost got the oversized one, but it wasn't, it was taking too long for the shipping. So I ended up with the regular one. So it goes like right to like, right above my um ankle. But honestly, I wish it went all the way down to my feet. That's the one thing. So maybe if you want it all the way, you get the oversized one. Or if you're taller, because I'm five two and a half. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so that one, the regular size one, like I said, goes just a bit above my ankle. But y'all, it's just so comfortable. Like it's warm. It's just like a big hug. It's really nice. Mm-hmm. It's really and I nice. ordered the long one. I got the short version, and that one's good, but. I just feel like I'm missing out on Timo's experience and I need my legs covered. So I yeah. ordered one and mine is supposed to be in on Saturday. So I just cannot wait, honey, because so I'm going to have my short one be for my guest or whatever. But the long one that's going to come to my ankles because I got the oversized one, honey, I cannot wait to just yeah. snuggle up in it. Oh, and depending on how long yours is, I might go ahead and order the oversized one just because. Oh, not going to have to go ahead and get the oversized to get them extra three inches. Ahead. Yeah, I might go ahead. But I love the one that I have, though. It's perfect. It is. It's beautiful. And y'all, y'all why, get it. And why Timo get Smurf blue color? <laughs> Wait till y'all see the picture. Wait till y'all see the picture. Y'all, I got a whole outfit. Okay. Like I said, I got a whole uniform. Y'all let's see. Mandy going to make me post this picture, so I'll post it. I'm going to post it on my account first and then I'll retweet it. I'm dead. Yes, please show them your work uniform. Okay. (laughs) I will. Okay, so Timo? Yes? Are you rent ready? You know, I stay rent ready. Honey, my rent today is directed to what? The bitch ass snow (laughs) that we had. Oh my God. This weekend. When I tell you Everything about Seattle, like I have tried, y'all. I have tried to find something I like, but everything about Seattle, I hate. And I just can't even say anything else about it. So, y'all, this weekend we know was what? Valentine's Day. But not only was it Valentine's Day, it was followed by a big, beautiful holiday. (laughs) So, we were supposed to have Saturday, right? Then Sunday, Valentine's Day. Then Monday, President's Day. No work. So that was supposed to be a beautiful weekend. Hey, mm-hmm. Seattle bitches said, ha ha. <laughs> it snowed all day. Basically, it snowed starting Friday night. Like, as soon as we got out from work, where we were supposed to be able to enjoy the rest of our weekend. Yeah, Seattle said, hell no. It snowed all day, Friday, all night, Friday. Mm. completely snowed in Saturday, completely snowed in Sunday, complete, almost a little bit out of the snow. Like you could finally get DoorDash again on Monday. And then, but guess what was happening on Tuesday, honey? What? It was so fucking hot. Bitch started sweating. What? No way. Not in Seattle. Correct. Honey, I'm talking about, there was a point where I had, cause my, my off where my little home office is set up is right beside my patio. And so that's where I get my little, the bare minimum sunlight that comes in this bitch. Honey, I had to, and I always have my blinds open because it's, you know, it's minimal. Honey, I had to close my blinds yesterday. The sun was beating on me so hard. I started sweating. Wow. So yeah, so Seattle, 
you punk at. Like, you did this shit on purpose. Like, you took the fucking long weekend away from us. Mm. You took it. You ruined my Valentine's Day. Couldn't even see my Aww. little boo. I'm so damn, sad. Bro. In here by damn. my damn self, looking at the snow. Couldn't even get my damn DoorDash food. And then as soon as we get the right to back to work, the damn sun is out. That sucks. I'm talking about disgusted. Disgusted. I'm sorry, dog. You, <sighs> just have to, you just have to make it up. Yeah. But it's not the same. It's not. But it's yeah, so that's my rant. Seattle and y'all just it, again. And I blame in Seattle because y'all raggedy selves ain't had no snow plows where y'all could have got this snow up real quick, clean these streets up. All right, with y'all little stupid weather over there, y'all should have been ready. That's what I'm saying. Just looking and lurking. Like, ugh, disgusted. So yeah, oh that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's the tweet. And now it's time for tweets that didn't fly. <laughs> so on February the 2nd, yeah. I tweeted something and y'all didn't give me not a piece of a like. Oh no. It's all right, bastards. So <laughs> I tweeted, I truly appreciate the folks who don't mind speeding 30 miles over the miles <laughs> per hour over the speed limit on the highway and subjecting themselves to police traps so we don't have to. Thank you for your sacrifice. Thank you for your leadership. <laughs> I don't ever remember seeing that tweet. See, this is what I'm saying. I don't be seeing all your stuff, dog. Because I would have liked that. <laughs> right. I thought it was a good quality tweet. That was a good quality tweet, yo. That was a good yeah. quality tweet. But for the timid drivers like myself, I want to thank y'all trailblazers, y'all, you know, leaders. Who don't mind subjecting yourselves to potentially getting a ticket? Because I, I will follow y'all all the way down, down the interstate, okay? Y'all just zoom, 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 and I just follow right behind y'all. So thank you. Thank you for your bravery. I really appreciate it. And that's all I got. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, y'all. So I'm going to put a disclaimer out. I'm starting this next episode. I am going to do better. I'm trying. I'm starting to get organized so I can bookmark, you know, and stuff. I already said. So if I already said this tweet, I apologize, but it won't happen again because I'm going to get my life together. So thank you. Anyways, here's this tweet. I don't think I said it, but I'm just letting y'all know. Um, this was in September 18th, 2020. I got one like. <laughs> he oh, said way back. Right. That's why, because I'm trying to make sure I ain't reset stuff. You know, my memory's bad. Hell. Oh, okay. Um, I put, how you tell someone you don't know what's going on while omitting the fact that you haven't asked? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Please explain. So I know this tweet was back in the day when I was dealing with foolishness and somebody was like, yeah, we don't know what she's doing. And I was like, well, no one has asked me what I'm doing. So... Mm. How would you know? <laughs> but they're just like, you know, trying to make it like I wasn't doing anything versus like nobody had ever asked me what I was doing. So they just like had this big assumption. And I'm just like, wow, y'all talking about me, but y'all ain't even asked me. Okay, thanks. Mm. Management. Don't you hate Bye. don't you hate that? Don't you? Don't you? So, anyways, again, forgive me if I already said it. I don't think I did, but I'm gonna get organized, y'all. So yeah. <laughs> That's that. That's all. I think we're at the end of this episode. <laughs> I think so too. So um, I would like to thank our sponsors. Okay. Timo and Mandy. Hey. 
<laughs> we all we got. We need to talk about this. Somebody did reach out to us about potentially being a sponsor. I wasn't sure if it was spam or not. So we're going to check out this email. Um, if you're listening to us, you did send us an email, but we kind of thought it was spam. So if you're real, maybe shoot us another email so we know. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for dangling with us. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcast. To find out more information about upcoming episodes and to keep the convo going, follow us on social media at we, D-A-N-G-L-I-N.